Welcome home. It's 2020, and we are in the midst of a global pandemic, a health crisis known as COVID-19. We are also in the midst of a global pandemic of loneliness. We are isolated from our family and friends, feeling lonely and depressed, and just longing for that human connection. At Girl Talk, we are providing the antidote to this pandemic of loneliness through friendship, hope, and healing. During this holiday season, we're going down memory lane, laughing with our Girl Talk girls and reminding each other that we are never alone because at Girl Talk, it feels like home. Welcome back to the Love Girl Talk podcast. Today, we're continuing our Feels Like Home campaign with one of our very dear friends, Regina Bethencourt. Welcome, Regina. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be here today. Awesome. Shannon and I are pumped to have you on the podcast because, you know, we're always just drinking wine and drinking coffee. So now we get to do it with our whole Girl Talk community. <laughs> this is great, but this is a whole nother level of technology for me. So pretty cool. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear Regina's voice. Oh my God. <laughs> it's been a while. I know. Oh it's been goodness. so long. My goodness. What are you doing? What is your life like? Well, so my big news is I just had a baby three weeks ago. So Wait, that happened? Oh my God. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> oh my God. Congratulations. Yes. Her oh name is Lucia God. and she's beautiful and she sleeps which is wonderful this is baby number three for us so Aww, it's very sleep is very important these days how are her siblings like say hard the other two. Oh, they're you know they're managing my five-year-old's great <laughs> she loves it but uh you know my my almost three-year-old is having a little trouble sharing his uh baby <laughs> status <laughs> with another Aww. baby so hey. Yeah. As the youngest child, I can relate. That's, uh, you know, it's a very special place. And so if that's, if that's taken away, you know, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Wait, a baby is so exciting, but I can't get over the fact that you have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. I know. Like when did that happen? It is a wild house. I don't know. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, it's funny because I feel like when Issa, your oldest daughter was a baby baby that was when we had our first high school talk with girl tech I mean I remember the girls just ooing and aahing over baby Issa and they wanted to see all the pictures and it was so fun yeah I remember that was one of my first times leaving like on a out of the state trip without her so oh, yeah that's you great. know mm-hmm. and now she's five five and a half oh, oh my gosh <laughs> how long have we been doing this I love it that's crazy <laughs> Well, she's five, but how old is the friendship between Julie and Regina? Because I only met Regina through Julie. So how many years are you guys working on? Really old. We're ancient. You're ancient. Just wrinkly ancient. All right. All right. All right. Let's uh, calm down the old, the old adjectives here. No, No, we go back uh, to college. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, Regina didn't like me in college. She was one of the cool kids. And I was totally intimidated by her. We didn't know each other, really. Kind of, sort of. Lies. All Um, lies. 
but we ended up living together after after college. We were in a house with five girls right after school. I was in grad school. Regina was working in a tough nine to five. I remember you coming home every day being like, whew, guys, nine to five is rough. And like, we don't have any <laughs> Little did I know school. what rough life really is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, that's when we started brainstorming all those girl talk moments. I mean, that was really the... I guess not the inception, but like the, the infancy of girl talk, you know, where once again, a lot of wine and cookies over the kitchen table, we were just brainstorming ideas and, and you and Mary and the girls really, uh, you were so instrumental in just like helping girl talk get on its feet, you know? Yeah. I remember, you know, you just, you sort of had this idea in your head and, you know, you kept mulling it over. How in the world am I going to you know, keep on doing this, even though I'm not in college anymore. And like, and it kind of was one of those things that seemed like it wouldn't leave you alone. I remember a lot of those <laughs> conversations of just like, you know, you trying to figure out, you know, what sort of is the format here. And it was really fun to be part yeah. of that then and then see where Girl Talk is now. Yeah, It's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. And you've been such a, such an initial part of all of that. I mean, even in the beginning, I remember... <laughs> You know, you had you had a you were working at a PR firm and you just had a real gift for marketing. And I remember taking the metro home from grad school one day and I was like, I'm just I'm just gonna text Regina to see if she's interested. And I was like, Hey, we need a girl talk website. Any interest in this? <laughs> <laughs> and immediately you were like, Yes, I'm totally into it. Let's do it. And yeah, and you you created our first website for us and we launched that, I think what valentine's day 2015 i forgot about that i forgot i created the first one man I, I might be embarrassed to see what it looks like now <laughs> i'm glad it's not still live and now you're like a pro yeah i don't know <laughs> i remember going over to 5060 right that was it 5060 yeah. yeah i remember like julie and i were like insane like writing on the walls and staying up all night like what could this be like this is a little baby that we need to bring into this world but i remember at first like i was so intimidated by regina because she just seemed like to have her life together and she would put through the kitchen with her little cup of tea and then like i feel like after like another visit and another visit like you would start just to have like these truth bombs. Oh. Like we would like take a break and I'll sit on the couch and then Regina would be like, Oh, like, well, why don't you really explore like the human dignity of every person? And we're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's so phenomenal. Let's make an entire nonprofit based on that. <laughs> and then you're right. And then I remember like the more practical, tangible things like the website or joining us for talks or yeah. whatever it was. It was, it's pretty cool just to like think about where we started. Oh, it's so yeah. true. Regina always has those truth bombs. And even among our friends, it's always like, if you're, if you're going through a tough time or you're trying to hide something, you cannot hide it from Regina. You have a tough time with a guy, you go talk to her about it. She's like, Julie, here's the deal. This is how, this is how things need to happen. So oh, man, I don't know if I like that reputation. No, it's, it's good. It's so needed. You know, you know, yeah, well, Regina had the truth bombs, but Julie, it was your idea to start going to high schools, right? Well, kind of, sort of. I think we always had that vision, right? You know, we were in college for so long in the residence halls, and it was going really well. I mean, we were getting all these girls sitting around the lounge, you know, with the pillows and blankets and brownies. Yeah, the high school thing didn't happen until later, right? It didn't happen until later because we, well, it must have been, I think, 20s? 
16, we started the Girl Talk College Institute. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. we were going strong for about a year. And I remember thinking, okay, like, this is awesome. We found our groove. We know what we're doing. And then I got a call from, uh, from our friend Katie. She was an acquaintance that we knew in college. And she was like, hey, Julie, I'm up in New Hampshire and I'm teaching at my alma mater. And the girls are just kind of needing a little bit of sisterhood. They're a little boy crazy. They're kind of like not knowing what it means to be a good friend. Could you guys come and talk with Girl Talk? And I remember thinking, well, gosh, like we always dreamed that like one day we could do Girl Talk High School, but I guess that day is now. So that's when I was chatting with you and Shannon and yeah, the the high school flew us up, the the three of us up there and um, yeah, it all started from there. Mm, That was fun. (laughs) That was such a fun trip. It was like a trip for us and a trip for them. Oh, totally. Yeah, it was wintertime, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was like winter meets spring. And I remember being so insecure because we stayed at my family's house. Which was like sweet. Awesome. Like a little gingerbread house in the lake, but they also don't believe in heat. And I was like, oh my God, like my parents are gonna freeze out my friends. Like, what are we gonna do? Oh, it was the that best. was so fun though. It's always fun sharing home. Your mom made us a cake and everything. Uh, there was a cake? Yes, I have a picture of it on my Instagram. I'll have to yeah, show you. Yeah. She I remember that. That was she a very nice like, thing. All the welcoming too. stuff and He's so cute. Wait, was it your birthday too? I don't think so. My mom probably just made it feel like as if it was one. (laughs) It's always a birthday for Shannon. (laughs) But yeah, it was our first high school talk. And I remember being so intimidated. I think the three of us all were like, well, what do we wear? Because we're speaking to high school girls. And oh my gosh, we have to look cool. And what's cool now? And I remember texting my cousin who was like just out of high school. And I was like, Michelle, what's like the cool thing to wear now? She's like, Julie, you're ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I brought five or six outfits for that. Yep. One week. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All the I options. Have, we laid them all out. I'm pretty sure it was like 80 degrees in DC. And I had been like wearing my little like J crew dresses with sandals. And I was like, well, you know what? This is cute. Like if I was in high school, I'd be like, Oh, that's a good look. So I remember packing that and bringing that, but then it was like 30 Snow degrees in New Hampshire and I'm in my like bright spring green dress with sandals. And you looked great. You looked great, Shannon. Oh my gosh. We brought in the Dunkin' Donuts because we're like, these girls are kind of like Boston girls. They must love Dunkin' Donuts, right? And they did. They walked in the room and they were like, are these treats for us? And it was <laughs> So sweet. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. I remember that. I also remember walking into the school and was this the time that they had like the signs? I think that was the second time because they, <sighs> they they knew us and they remembered us. Um, they like rolled out the red carpet for us the second time we went. But the first time we were so nervous, but the girls were, I mean, we were speaking to the whole school of girls. Like we're talking mm-hmm. seventh graders to 12th yeah. graders. So we have like a whole gamut of themes and topics to, to talk about. And that was, I remember that being kind of like, okay, how do we balance this? But it was, it was really good. Mm, I remember that. I definitely remember being petrified. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember, I don't know, sort of, this was my first, I mean, I'd always been involved mm. in like the technical aspect of Girl Talk and all that, like building the website and 
sort of building the nonprofit and all the paperwork and that kind of thing. But th- this was the first time that I really saw the impact and, mm-hmm. you know, how just mesmerized these girls were with what we had to say. Not that it was, you know, not that everything we say is profound, but, you know, just the fact that they're hearing from older girls, women about their own experiences and just sort of how rare that experience is, I think, for them and, you know, for all young women just to hear that kind of support and that kind of, you know, that that fact that they aren't alone, you know, and just seeing that mm-hmm. on their faces was really eye opening for me, for sure. Yeah, well, I think they're not alone, but also the three of us aren't alone. Because I, I like before every talk, the three of us are like, oh my gosh, like this is so like scary. What are we going to talk about? But then I think we have the three of us to build off of each other. And like, what's so cool is like Julie has a really powerful story about insecurity or finding herself and trying to find her niche. And like, you have this great story about relationships and starting at a new school. And I think no matter what girl is in that auditorium or cafeteria, like they can find a piece of what they need from one of us, if not all of us. And I think that's really cool for us to not feel alone, but also for them to feel like they're part of our sisterhood already, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's what one of the girls said. I remember her writing that down in one of the notes at the end. She said, you know, I thought you guys were going to be like adults telling us what to do. But really, you were kind of like older sisters who walked in and said, you know, life can have some hard moments. You're going to struggle. And that's okay. And we're going to be here for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I think they really did appreciate that. Yeah, just that that sisterhood element where we were we were walking this journey with them and letting them know, hey, it's okay. You know, we've been there too. But hands down, Regina's always the favorite because she has the boys' stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to share any of those boys' stories with us today, Gina? <laughs> I don't know. They're pretty wild. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think. I mean, I think that's a favorite just because you know I I share the story of how my husband and I met in high school, and I think you know, because they're in high school and my story sort of starts in high school. It's, it's extra relatable. Yeah. True. True. Well, I love it because, you know, you tell the story about you and your husband, but the girls don't know it's your husband. Right. So a line that's always struck me personally, I I just love it so much. I remember you telling the girls, you know, our relationship started and ended, our dating relationship started and ended in such a healthy way. And just that line itself, whether, you know, a girl is, is dating someone or, or hoping to date someone or get married one day, you know, she can hear that and think, oh my gosh, wow, like they were friends first. And then, and then they dated and they had this really healthy relationship through and through. And whether they go on to get married or they do break up, to end it in a healthy way is so beautiful and so important. And then, of course, it's just the cherry on top when you say, and our dating relationship ended because we got married <laughs> and they all go crazy yeah and we have a little baby I remember I, I think my daughter was uh 11 months old or something like that yeah uh, yep. we went there so we had um we we you know we do the anonymous questions right you know we started that at HFA and then all the high schools we've talked at since and it's amazing all these questions we've gotten from the girls over the years about you know, the boy stories or the insecurities or Shannon, your awesome blue ribbon club about, you know, popularity and fitting in and how it's important to stay true to yourself. And we give these girls the opportunity to write all these questions down. And 
<laughs> just on that note, Regina, about the baby, I remember there were so many beautiful, profound questions, you know, like, how do I know that I'm being authentic? And why is it so hard to be me sometimes? And how do I make good friends? And then there were definitely a couple sprinkled in like, how old is your daughter? Can we see pictures of your daughter? How, when is your anniversary with your husband? We want to know all about your life. What does he look like? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I think I ended up passing around my iPhone yes. with a family picture because there were so many questions about that. Oh, my God. So cute. So, so cute. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Do you it. remember your because we broke up into small groups too right didn't we like kind of break them up by age do you guys remember any of those conversations or like big takeaways from any of your like one-on-one conversations with those girls I just remember that you guys did a nose goes for me to have the middle schoolers (laughs) and I was so excited to talk to the seventh and eighth graders yeah I think I was with the older girls which is interesting because they are you know in those age groups, I, I feel every year, you know, comes with its new challenges and you grow so much in one year in middle school and high school. Yeah. Um, there's a big mm-hmm. gap between, you know, the junior high and the later in high yeah. school yeah. and what they're dealing with. So right. it was great that they all could relate to something. Yes. Yeah. And I remember talking to the, the seventh and eighth graders and I think their eyes were just kind of open, right? Like they were starting to see these things and experience these things and, and the stories that we were sharing, our personal stories from our lives where we did get vulnerable and, and really, you know, share our experiences, maybe some of our mistakes, our failures and the ways we got back up again or just like the way we traveled through the daily life of high school. I think it was really powerful for them with the middle school girls hearing that they, they were like just beginning it, right? So I remember some of their questions were very, just so sweet and and just like getting to know their new worlds of middle school and high school, right? And they were like, well, you know, and what did you do? A lot of it was based on friendship, you know, like, how did you know if you, if you were surrounded by fake friends or real friends, you know, and like, how did you cultivate those friendships? And it was so neat to, you could just tell by their questions that they wanted such a beautiful life, you know, they wanted to have great friends, they wanted to be really good women, and they were just getting started. So it was, it was really neat to, to chat with them in that phase of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, what touched me most was just like how much they craved talking about these things mm-hmm. or just how much they craved a good conversation, like a productive, deep, like let's get somewhere conversation. I don't know. I, I just thought that was awesome. And I think something that I even learned that day was... I'm like, can get a little judgy sometimes. Right. And like, I had this stereotype of like, Oh, that small, teeny, tiny, quiet little middle schoolers not going to participate. And like this really loud high school senior is going to just totally overwhelm the entire conversation. But then I swear, like, it was just kind of a moment of sisterhood where like the quiet girl finally felt comfortable to say something or the louder senior I felt like was super supportive towards the group and like was tactful of like when to talk and when to listen, even just like working with teachers. Like I, you know, it's sometimes, you know, you're like, Oh, I'm walking to their school, their turf. And I thought that those teachers were phenomenal, like so supportive and wanted that school to 
be their second home, you know, to be a place where you are loved and supported and would bring in things like girl talk to support that home environment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is so powerful because the girls see their teachers and the administrators and, and, you know, the people who work in their high school every day, you know, we come in a couple times, but they're going to be with them every day. And I remember the teachers and even the parents, we talked to a couple of the moms Mm. and dads afterwards saying like, this is, this is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Do you have any tips for us, you know, in the next, you know, coming weeks and months for, for these girls and, and learning about themselves and authenticity and vulnerability. And, and I remember just saying, you know, be open and, and be willing to share your stories, you know, at the appropriate level, of course, but to just be open. These girls are craving, they're craving getting to know truth, beauty, and goodness. You know, they, they want to know their teachers. They want to know their parents. They want to know the stories of how they got to where they are so that it can help them navigate their own journeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> I've learned from Regina over the years. <laughs> Gotta drop those mics every now and then. <laughs> well, what do you guys think? I mean, we, you know, the three of us, we've all been on this girl talk journey for several years. Do you guys have any takeaways about your own dignity and self-worth, things that things that we've taken away from the girl talk journey? That's a great question. A loaded question. I mean, just hearing, at least for me, just hearing the the different stories in Girl Talk, um, because, you know, not only have we heard from the high school girls, we've also, you know, heard from women in all of the different sectors that Girl Talk reaches out to, moms, older professionals, um, seniors, college women, just women, just all over the age spectrum and all over the life spectrum and just hearing all those different stories and kind of seeing where your own story fits in with others' experiences is just really comforting. Mm. You know, there's so many things that are hard in life and that, you know, you're working through and, you know, I feel like every um, year comes with its own challenges, especially Mm. this year. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just having all those stories in the back of your mind that you can pull up and, you know, sort of remember. I remember hearing that experience and that anecdote and, you know, they really speak to just the variety of experience and the idea that, you know, we we all go through similar things and we can always find someone that that can give us that support that we're needing. You know, we're not in isolation going through the challenges that life brings to us so right yeah it's just so important right now to remember right we are we're not isolated even though it can feel like that whether we're in our homes alone or just separated from family and friends but yeah we we always have this sisterhood this family this community to support us along the way and and even if it doesn't apply like you said hearing those anecdotes if it doesn't apply to my life this year I might go through you know maybe I go through some anxiety or or depression or a breakup or or whatever in a couple years. And I'm going to think back to that story that I heard from Shannon White or that I heard from Regina Bethancourt, you know, and, and it's really going to help me get through at least a, a little chunk of that chapter. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. I think for me, even doing a lot of self-reflection lately, whether it's, you know, in therapy or with coworkers or with a partner, like the word alone isn't necessarily a part of my vocabulary anymore. Like mm-hmm. when I say that I'm having a bad day, 
I say the words like I'm stressed or I, um, I just feel overwhelmed or I, like I use other words, but I can honestly say like, I have not used the word alone this year. I, and I think a lot of that has to do with like coming from a community like this and knowing I'm not the only one going through this and I'm not the only one who feels like this. And on a day where I am not at my best, I have a community to reach out to, or even if I don't, I think it's just that awareness of I'm not the only one is really powerful and can change your perspective of what you're feeling or what your condition actually is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. And that's beautiful to hear that you that's embedded so strongly in you that you haven't used that word alone. That's what we want. That's our hope for every girl. <laughs> I love that, Shannon. As the, as the high school girls say, Shannon speaks truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't you forget it. I won't. All right, ladies. So it feels like home at Girl Talk. Last question. When have we felt most at home? What are some, can, can you think of any specific memories or special moments where you felt really at home in Girl Talk? I immediately think uh, just even considering the two of you, I really enjoyed, you know, after our first high school visit and freezing New England and kind of a stressful experience with, you know, Regina's first time away from home. I'm pretty sure I came off of night shift and hadn't slept. And, you know, a lot of this being Julie's like first big out of DC experience. I remember waiting for our flight back to DC and the airport, like at illegal seafood or something like that. <laughs> I love that dinner. Yeah. I know there's something to be said, like the most intimate you can be with other people is to share a meal over a table. And I think I really felt that last, that night and just, you know, recapping what had happened or talking about our own high school wounds or what our relationships looked like with our parents in high school. I just remember us having a really good conversation and we go into these schools to share what dignity means and what your value is. And then I thought like, I almost got a little taste of that from the two of you in that conversation. I don't know. I think that was definitely one of my moments that was a sense of home, if you will, or a sense of comfort. And yeah. I love it. That's great. I remember that dinner too. It was really Mm -hmm. nice. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, I really felt it because this was my first time as I said before, doing much on the front end with Girl Talk. And I was sort of expecting more of a a lecture type feel when we went in to share our stories and that kind of thing. And I teased Julie about her, her flowers and lights and pillows and all that cupcake sort of stuff. (laughs) She's so easy to tease. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of bells and whistles with Julie. Um, You're welcome. That can be funny sometimes. <laughs> but even though we tease, you know, this was my first time experiencing the effect of that and, you know, her insistence on bringing pillows and blankets. And I think we sat in armchairs and talked and um, it was just so relaxing. Like it didn't feel mm-hmm. like we were in front of that many people. It didn't feel like a lecture at all. It felt like we were sitting around someone's living room. Mm-hmm. And so... 
you know, that was, I guess, my first experience of like, wow, this is really, you know, a place of comfort, a place of home. Oh, I love that. And, and mirroring that, you know, the feeling like a living room and that's, that's, that's why we have the pillows and we, we spread the blankets all out on the floor and the girls can, you know, sit down and just feel really comfy and have their hot chocolate and, and snacks. And yeah, I mean, and I, I felt very much at home. I think it must've been immediately after right around the same time. But, um, I remember Regina going over to your house and for some reason, I think the Christmas tree was up. So I, I don't remember how, what the time frame was, but you, me, Shannon, the girls, you know, so many people from our original team. And we just like sat around your Christmas tree and drank wine. I think your mom was over, <laughs> just, like, you know, had our special moment as a team and, you know, our mm-hmm. sisterhood and our community. And, and that was, that was so special. And I think that's how we were able to just from the very beginning, you know, as high school started, as we continued with college and middle schools, and we kept talking, you know, in Maryland and DC and Virginia, and we went to Chicago, like all these high schools, I think we were able to just spill out the self-worth and dignity to the girls because we felt that so strongly with ourselves. And I know I have, I had that gift from, from you guys. So thank you for that. So love sharing all these memories together. This is, it's kind of amazing. In just a few years, right? That was 2017. We're um, reaching all these high school girls and these middle school girls going, you know, spreading like wildfire. And now we've reached over 400 high school teams. Can you guys believe it? That's insane. Wild. (laughs) And even just a month ago, I mean, COVID has definitely been a challenge and we weren't sure what was going to happen with all of it and in school or virtual school, but we just went to a school in Maryland, gave a high school coffee house outside for 20 beautiful girls about a month ago. And, and they were, they were so wonderful and grateful to, to be able to talk and have reflection time and just really learn more about themselves and their friendships. Yeah. I mean, I miss giving these coffee houses and I miss your twinkle lights, Julie, and I miss Thank the pillows you. and I, I do miss the cozy environment and that like, a little electric feeling you get like oh my gosh like this is a beautiful thing I don't know I just miss hearing those girls stories and I I miss you know sharing our stories with them and I think it's because like in those coffee houses where we talk with those girls and love on them like is where friendship and hope and healing is born and created and I think those memories are something we can hold on to and carry through but I know we all want to get back there so we can keep growing this awesome sisterhood of self-worth so if you are also looking for friendship support community we are asking you to come on home to girl talk with us so if you want to help us provide this antidote to this pandemic of loneliness we invite you to visit our webpage at www ourgirltalk.org slash feels hyphen like hyphen home. And on that page, you're going to find our videos and our podcast episodes. You're going to find testimonials from coffee house community members and um, an invitation for you to join that coffee house community. So the coffee house community is a recurring giving program that directly supports all that we do at girl talk, all of our programs and provides our community with conversations that are mission-driven uh, mission men and women just like you. Yeah, it's wonderful. And like just like we were talking about that 
our sisterhood influences the way we can share, you know, this sense of self-worth and home with the girls, having the coffeehouse community has been absolutely instrumental and so such a gift to our Girl Talk community because the coffeehouse community members give, whether it's monthly or yearly donations, it's wild. I mean, they just truly give life to Girl Talk. Um, so we're so grateful for all the coffeehouse community members and as you know, as we're feeling at home in Girl Talk, we invite more people to join. Uh, join the Coffeehouse community. Be part of our Girl Talk community. And you can give at whatever level works for you. I mean, gifts as simple as you know, $10 a month will allow eight middle school girls to attend one of our programs, Cookies and Conversation. Or you know, if you're feeling super generous, $100 a month really funds one, one of these high school coffee houses for 25 girls, right? So these donations directly impact the girls that, that we share our stories with and provide programming for. So yeah, we invite you into the Coffee House community. Uh, we hope you'll consider giving a gift and just being part of this so we can have these authentic conversations with you as well. And we invite you to, to feel at home just like we do. So like Shannon said, feel free to visit the website, our Feels Like Home webpage, ourgirltalk.org slash feels like home. And Regina, we're so grateful that you're able to join us today. It really feels like a taste of home chatting with you. It's like we're just having another wine night, the three of us right now. So thanks so much for joining us. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Anytime. And it's been a pleasure talking with you. Mm-hmm. Love you, girl. Love you too. So we hope you all remember that you are enough, you are worthy, and that you are loved. Love, girl talk. <laughs>